Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of Shot Boys Podcast. On today's episode, I'm here to let y'all know there might be some Chicago Bulls on the way out. We're going to explore those eight free agents that we have coming up, and we're going to see which ones are more likely to be on their way out. Dudu, y'all already know. We got to hear the music first. Cognac. Gang. Shy Bulls Podcast with the Cognac Boys. I'm Cognac Boy Bobby, holding it down on another episode of Shy Bulls Podcast for me and my co-host, C-Dub. If you like what you listen to today, hit the like button and subscribe to the channel. Now, we already know the Bulls, they really have to come together and fix this team. The organization, the organization, Artie and Mark Eversley and Gum Chewing Billy Donovan, have to figure this thing out, and they got to go ahead and reconstruct this team, get together and put a better product on the floor because we are sick of it. We are so sick of it. Hey, that's that's what it really is. You know what I'm saying? Keep it a buck with you. But the Chicago Bulls, they got technically nine players that are available and with some type of free agency pending, you know what I'm saying, whether that's unrestricted free agent or restricted free agent or some players that already had, like, player options to return to the team, so on and so forth. But we're going to go through them, and then we're going to say which players are more likely to get up out the door. First up, y'all already know, Nick Vooch, as Unk say. But Nikola Vucevic is the center for us, y'all already know. Um, had a, I would say he had a solid season, but he is an unrestricted free agent. Last year, he commanded about $25 million. You know what I'm saying? So the thing is with Nikola Vucevic that makes it tricky is that number one, I don't want to, uh, he can stay. Uh, if he stays, DeMar gotta go. If DeMar stays, he gotta go. I don't want to see the core again, but ultimately I'm just a YouTube GM. So I'm gonna just keep it a buck. There is a strong chance that we will see Nikola Vucevic again, in my personal opinion. I think that um, when all things considered, it all, I think it all will come down to who's looking at Nikola Vucevic. Now, if it's a lower team that come back, maybe what if Ma- the Magic come back? I don't think that's going to happen, but that's just throwing out hypotheticals. What if a, a, a lesser team comes around and say, hey, we want to go ahead and bring you, and Nikola Vucevic is not going to a better situation than the one in Chicago. He might be like, eh, I'm good. I'll take the hometown discount. But if the Bulls offer the hometown discount and, you know what I'm saying, he feels a little slighted because the talks doesn't go in his favor a little bit, he could be out the door, say, if a, 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 a contending team gets the calling in. You know what I'm saying? What if the Cavs get the calling? What if the Toronto Raptors get the calling? Teams that are in better positions or have at least – a better, you know, outline per se than the Chicago Bulls. Nikola Vucevic will have to consider all those things. But ultimately, I think this decision will be made that I'm going to put it on wax. I'm going to put it on wax. I'm going to put it on wax. I'm going to say that Nikola Vucevic returns. Just knowing that, <laughs> knowing that this front, knowing the front office that we're dealing with, I say that the three, the core sticks around a little bit longer. I don't know of how long the deal will be. 
and honestly, it's it's hard to find a center in this league with an offensive game like Nikola Vucevic, whether we like it or not. We can kill him all day on the on defense, but what one thing we can't deny is that you ain't finding too many centers around the league with the offensive talent of Nikola Vucevic. So we got to keep in mind, and it's not just personal feelings. We have to keep in mind on what the front office is thinking as well. Next up on the list, we got Kobe White. It's an absolute not, bro. You have to bring Kobe White back. You have to make him an offer to make him feel like he's good. Last year, he made $6 million, a little over that. But nonetheless, I think that Kobe White this year goes ahead and gets in that 15 to 18 million range. I think that the Chicago Bulls, will, uh, if they allow him to go out on the market, they will match every uh, whatever offer is out there, unless it's just way like astronomically crazy. And then I probably see some resentment from the front office in that regard. But ultimately, I think Kobe White returns as a Chicago Bull. Now, Derek don't Derek Derek Jones. Derek Jones Jr. is a tricky guy. He had a player option. He already picked it up. And last year he was making $3 million. I want to give kudos to Derek Jones Jr. because it was game, it was multiple stretches to where he didn't play two games here, three games here, four games here, one game here. And every time he was inserted in the game, he was ready to rock and roll and contribute in some way, form, or fashion to help the Chicago Bulls. Um, me personally, I will be shopping around Derrick Jones Jr., whatever trade package that is available. If the front office is looking into anything, you know what I'm saying? He will be one of those throw-in players to a respective team To if he comes in. But if the Chicago Bulls can't figure out what the hell to do with a trade package or anything like that, I'm cool with him staying on the, on the team. Next up, we got Andre Drummond. Another guy with player with a player option. Saw about $3 million last year as well as Derrick Jones Jr. I think Andre Drummond was a bit uh, overlooked from the coaching staff. I believe that his size and his rebounding ability was definitely a necessary, was a necessity to help this team. But the head coach, Billy Donovan, failed in many, many games to uh, implement or insert Andre Drummond into the game. So... Me, personally, I would like to keep Andre Drummond in unless you can go ahead and find a better solution. Maybe, say, a Najri would intrigue you. Something like that. But if you get – I mean, he does have a play option, so it's his option to return. But, obviously, the Bulls still can make moves to where, you know, maybe trade him or do things like that. But I say you don't make any moves on Andre Drummond with regarding maybe like a trade or something unless you have – a good backup to come fill in. That backup that I'm thinking about is Nas Reed. Argue with your mama. Don't don't argue with me. <laughs> Next guy up is Javante Green, unrestricted free agent. Saw a little bit of, a little bit over a million last year. Saw about one point seven million dollars. He's an unrestricted free agent. Me personally, it's time for Javante Green to go. I love everything that Wu brought to the Chicago Bulls. I love everything he brought to the Chicago Bulls, toughness, energy, heart, everything. But I just think that it's time. It's We can't fall in love with too many players. We can't fall in love with the current construction of this team. So it's time to move on. Plus, I think Javante Green and what he brings to any team, whether that's young or a veteran team, that's something that could command him a little bit more than $1.7 million. 
Next up on the list is very, very tricky for me. The Morgan Park menace, Ayodo Sumo. He's a restricted free agent with early bird rights. Saw a little bit over a million dollars last year. Whew. Had a good first year. Had a shaky second year, even though the numbers would not say that it was much of a drop-off. But if you look, if you watch the game, how we watch the game over here on Shabu's podcast, you will see that Ayodo Sumu struggled a little bit. He struggled a little bit, couldn't find his way in most games. I think that was part of do. Uh, some of that had to do with him. Other parts had to do with the head coach. Um, I think that this guy, particularly if he goes in, he works out outside of the organization, find a trainer on his own, and you know, lock in with DeMar DeRozan, who said it's mandatory. You know what I'm saying? That these guys come in and play, uh, work out with him. I think this guy can really bounce and have a good bounce back year. Me, I'm not ready to give up on Ayodo Sumu. It is what it is. You got to take it how you see it. A lot of the times we like to give up on our young talent. And then once they go to another team, all of us, all of us Bull fans, we're crying and saying, we had them. We could have had them. What about Wendell Carter? What about Laurie Market? And what about, what about, what about? So in this particular moment, I'm willing to give Ayodo Sumu another chance. Plus, I don't think he's going to be an expensive free agent. So that's somebody who you bring back to the team because of his defense, because of his potential, because of what he can do in the uh, transition. And we know in his rookie season, he was solid from the three-point line. He can get back to that. We should be in good hands. The next guy up is Pat Bev. Pat Bev is an unrestricted free agent. This guy, he was a buyout candidate that the Chicago Bulls brought in. I don't think this guy should return. I would love if he returned. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I think I like what Pat Bear brought to the team, but I just don't think he should be a starter. If he's willing to come in and have a reserve role, I'm all for it. But Pat Bear on his podcast pretty much said, excuse me, I'm on Pat on, uh, on his podcast, Pat Bear pretty much said that he wants between 13 and 15 million dollars. That price is too high for me as the YouTube GM. So I will let Pat Bev walk unless he's willing to take less. I think he'll be a great mentor for the young guys. I think he's a great vocal piece for the Chicago Bulls locker room. Me personally, I just think that the price tag is too high. If he's willing to take a price cut, I'm willing to let him stay. But I think that what he's commanding is just too much. And I think there will be a team out there that possibly will give it to him. Now, if they if there's a team that doesn't budge and not, you know, fall to his demands and he wants to come back. I'm all for it because I think that he brought a different type of toughness to the Chicago Bulls team during, you know, the second half of the season that made it very, very intriguing and interesting to see. So I would say I hope he take a discount, but at the end of the day, I'm not expecting it because me personally, if you know your worth, you don't you don't shortchange yourself. You know what I'm saying? So and if there's money out there to be made, there's money out there to be made. As he always talk about on this podcast. He got kids to feed. So I imagine if the Bulls come to the table with something that's petty and then another team comes to that's something that's more favorable, he goes to the team with something that's a bit more favorable and his chance to go ahead and try to win another play-in championship is Boston. So all in all, last thoughts on Patrick Beverly. I think he will not return because the Bulls would not offer him that much money. That's just my personal opinion, and it is what it is. 
The last two people is Justin Lewis and Terry Taylor. Don't want to really dive too much into them because these guys are two-way players. I think they'll be in good hands. I like what I seen from Terry Taylor and his, I believe he played like a game and we saw like a short, you know, short, a short little, you know, a short glimpse of, of what he could do. I like what he did on the, uh, the boards. I like what he brought as a, a, a big guy, things like that. And then Justin Lewis, you know what I'm saying? He suffered that ACL injury. So hopefully he can come back and get healthy. So those two guys, I think they will return on the two-way contracts to just go ahead and play down with the Windy City Bulls, things of that nature. Will they eventually make it up to the NBA? I don't know. That's to be determined, and I don't really want to get into it. It is what it is. <laughs> but that's it for today, ladies and gentlemen. Let me know who y'all think, who y'all would like to see come back. We went over. Nikola Vucevic, Kobe White. Derrick Jones Jr., Andre Drummond, Javante Green, Ayodo Sumo, and Pat Bev, along with Justin Lewis and Terry Taylor. Let me know who y'all think should come back, who you want to see come back, and who you absolutely don't want to see come back, or any other options that are out there that should be explored when it comes to free agency. Because there's a lot of players that are very intriguing, at least from my standpoint. So be on the lookout. For those videos that will be coming soon, me and Uncle will be going ahead and breaking down some of these free agents by each team that are very intriguing for the Chicago Bulls, whether they are restricted or unrestricted free agents. You know what I'm saying? We will have to think like Ryan's dork, but it is what it is. This is another episode of Shy Bulls Podcast. Make sure y'all comment below, like the channel, and subscribe. If you want to be a part of any mailbag episode, go ahead and send something in. 773 242 9219. This is another episode of Shy Bulls Podcast. I gotta get busy for the day. So y'all make sure y'all have a great day. It's bust. I'm gonna catch y'all on the next one. Cognac. Cognac.